Welcome to Fringe Spirit, not your love and light podcast. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Today, we're going to get into dark entities, what they are, how to know if you have one around, and how to get rid of them. Okay, so uh, this is a topic that is kind of frowned upon in the spiritual community. Um, I have actually been advised not to talk about this or not to share this information with people because it will create fear and all these things. And in my mind, knowledge is power. And we are more likely to fear the unknown than we are going to fear something that we understand and are knowledgeable about. So whether or not we acknowledge it or choose to play ignorant to it, it exists. The dark exists just like the light exists and we can't ignore it. And we, I think, would all be better off if we knew these things so that we could all raise our vibration together and get rid of all these energies and we would all feel a lot better. Okay, so what are dark entities? Essentially, they are fractals of a soul similar to a spirit that is kind of roaming around. They both are fractals, right? When we live in an incarnation and we do not heal from our trauma, which then creates this kind of karmic loop, a piece, a fractal of our soul gets stuck in that incarnation, in that time, in that space until we heal it and bring all of that back. So all of this, you know, spirits that you see or hear about or sense or whatever the case may be, they're just fractals of some person or maybe not even on this planet anymore uh, being that just needs some healing and some love. And dark entities are no different. Um, they are essentially the rejected parts of ourselves. So when we go through and when, when we pass and we go through our life review we see the decisions that we've made. We've seen the traumas. We see all these things. And the dark entities more often are from the lifetimes where we were not so nice, not so great. And we do not like to see that. We are maybe disgusted with ourselves and we want to separate from our own darkness. And so we reject it and it becomes this fractalized self that is now roaming the earthly plane in the fourth dimension, just like spirits, just like elementals. And so that is why some people can see them and pick up on them and some people don't. If you are in touch with the spirit world, if you see spirits, you'll see dark entities. If you see elementals, you can also see dark entities. They are all residing in the same dimension. So what are they? What do they do? You know, how do we uh, navigate this, right? So they are low vibrational and what they need and what they do is they are here to uh, feed off of our low vibrational energy. It is essentially, it's like their food source. So they're everywhere, just like spirits are everywhere. And if everyone could fully see through this, you know, quote unquote veil into this other dimension, you would see that there are spirits, there are dark entities, and there's a lot more as well that dwells within this dimension. So they kind of just roam around and they, you know, are looking for food. 
for them, low vibrational energy is their survival. So they are looking for a source of low vibrational energy. They could wander into your home. They could wander into your space, but they're likely not going to stay or attach unless you have a food source for them, unless you are putting off low vibrational energy, right? So how does this happen? Typically, you know, you may feel I'm a positive, happy person. I There's no way that I am attracting a dark entity. Oftentimes, they attach to you at a low point in your life or sometimes in a past life. Um, but more often, it happens in this lifetime, and it typically happens during a traumatic time in our lives. And traumatic is very subjective because for a child, traumatic can be very different from what it is as an adult. As a child, it can feel traumatic just to, you know, maybe have absent parents or parents that work a lot. You know, they didn't, there was no trauma, quote unquote, so to speak. There, you know, they didn't neglect you purposefully, but maybe you felt neglected. You know, you felt these ways. And so you were lower, right? You were off putting low vibrational energy. Think something even like, um, like sexual abuse. You know, when that happens, whether it's childhood or later in life, it's, it's a very common example. And when those things happen, we are very low. And typically, when we experience something like that, you know, there's a shame attached to it. You know, some the lowest vibrational energies are or emotions are shame, guilt, fear, and anger, right? And shame is a really difficult one because. It, it's 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 just harder to work through. It's easier to work through your grief because it's obvious. Uh, whereas shame and guilt are more like a judgment of yourself in a way. So they are very difficult to work through. So what will happen is when you're in this low place uh, during whatever traumatic thing that happened, whether it's physical abuse, sexual abuse, neglect, abandonment, right? Maybe uh, one of your parents left and you were just angry. Your parents got divorced, right? No one did anything intentionally to hurt you. But as a child, your parents getting divorced put you in a really low place. You felt abandoned. You felt lost. You felt angry, right? And when you're at that low place, you're putting off that low vibrational energy and you're going to attract dark entities because you're giving them food. And what they'll do is they will latch onto you. They will attach with uh, an energetic cord. And it basically siphons that energy. And they will stay attached to you until you are no longer putting off that energy. So what happens is during this time, whatever traumatic thing happened, whenever we were at that very low point, we were putting off a lot of this energy. Imagine it's like this big roaring fire. And then as time goes on and we start, you know, we're not thinking about it so much. It's not in the forefront of our minds quite as much, but we haven't necessarily healed from it. So it's still there, but it changes from this big roaring fire to this like singular flame, like like a candle flame. It's, it's much smaller, but it's there. And so the dark entity isn't quite ready to move on because there's still enough food. However, it wants more. So this is what ends up happening. They want to take this tiny little fire and they want to make it that big fire again. So they're going to add to your triggers, your your day-to-day triggers that trigger 
that trauma, right? If it's abandonment, it could come in the form of like an intrusive thought that is nobody will ever love you. No one's ever going to stick around for you. And then it perpetuates the cycle of the trauma. So they are going to, con- they're not, we, we often make the mistake of demonizing them. First of all, they're not demons. Demons, conversation for a whole nother day. But they're not evil. They're not demons. They're not here to harm you and to hurt you and all of that. They're tr- simply just existing in the way that they know how. So they're in survival mode at the end of the day. And what they needed is love and acceptance and healing. And they were not given that. And so that's where they are. So if you can come from a place of compassion for them and where they're at and what they need, it can be much easier to understand them and to not fear them. So again, these these low vibrational emotions that they're often feeling, like they are promoting and want to perpetuate these emotions. Fear, anger, shame, guilt, apathy. Whereas we want to be feeling gratitude and love and joy and, and those types of things. So they are not trying to make our lives miserable. We cannot blame them for our problems. They are not doing anything to us, right? They are not creating something that's not there. They're simply taking this small fire, something that's already there, and they're making it bigger, and they're making it louder, and they're making it more expansive. So if if this fire didn't exist, the, the triggers that they're kind of bringing into your life wouldn't affect you because they wouldn't be triggering anything, right? If you healed from the thing, the trauma, the event, whatever, there wouldn't be this, you know, deep-rooted energy, this low vibrational energy from this emotion, from this thing that you didn't heal from, for them to make bigger, right? So they are not out to get you. You can't play victim to them, Right. So they're, they're essentially, they kind of act like a security blanket. They make you feel comfortable living in pity party land. They, they are like a friend when you're lonely, when you're angry, when you're mad. They're there validating your mad feelings, your angry feelings, your sad feelings, your guilt feelings, your shame. They are like that toxic friend who is also just as low as you are and is like, yeah, fuck the world, fuck this, and they're out to get you, and this guy did this to you, and and they just, they don't try and lift you up. They perpetuate this victimhood, those toxic friends. That's what these dark entities are. They're like that toxic friend that joins your pity party, right? They make you feel good staying in your pity party, in your woe is me, in your victimhood, So to be clear, part of the healing process absolutely entails moving through the world of victimhood. Part of the healing process is acknowledging that, you know, I was a victim of blank and, you know, XYZ happened and acknowledging and accepting that at that time you were in the role of victim. But we cannot attach ourselves to the victimhood identity And we cannot stay there. We need to move past victimhood. The good friend in our life, the therapist, the good friend, the the good family member, they're going to say, get off your ass, be accountable. You need to make changes, own your shit, heal yourself. 
Of course, we want to be seen and we want to be heard. However, there's a difference between being seen and being heard for what we've gone through and wanting to stay and validate that victimhood. If you identify as a victim, you need to move past that, right? You're at this low vibration. You are cannot be high vibrational if you are attached to the identity that you are a victim. You can acknowledge and understand objectively that you were a victim. You played the role of victim at this point in your life, but that is not your identity. So you need to move past it. And what these dark entities want to do is they do not want you to move past the victimhood. So they're going to make it feel really comfortable to sit in woe is me, to sit in the, the energy of all these things happen to me. Poor me. I have no control because all these things happen to me. I have bad luck, right? What is all of that? All of those, those phrases is coming from disempowerment. It's coming from a place of, I don't have control over my life. This person does, or this person does, or this person does. Other people have enough control over my life to dictate my emotions, my feelings, and my vibration. We need to take our power back. We need to be empowered. The epitome of victimhood is disempowerment. And that is the energy that these dark entities want you to be in. They want you to feel disempowered. As soon as you flip it, as soon as you change the mindset from what are these, these dark entities are doing this to me and you switch it to what are they doing for me? Everything is going to change, right? It's class half empty to half full kind of idea. But it's also standing in your power. You want to affirm your sovereignty. You want to stand in your power. I choose to take back all of my power. I am a sovereign being. We need to be empowered. This is your solar plexus. If you're not feeling empowered, if you're not feeling this confident confidence, if you're not feeling like you have control over your life, Everything that happens to you is on you. If you truly don't feel that way, then you need to take a look into your solar plexus and you need to look into your identity as a victim, right? Because we choose all of it. We choose the good, the bad, and the ugly. So the more that you can take accountability, this isn't take. This isn't saying the, the bad guy, the perpetrator, whoever hurt you didn't hurt you. It's not letting them off the hook. They have their own shit to deal with, right? They have way more baggage to address than you have. So you don't have to worry about them. They will get theirs in their own way. But we can't stay in this energy of victimhood because that is what they want you to do. And that is going to keep you in this circle, this cycle of woe is me. And you're not healing. And so you're constantly putting off this energy. You're constantly in the place of anger or grief or shame or guilt or fear, right? So we need to notice when we're feeling these triggers because they're doing us a service. These dark entities, if you change your mindset from they're doing XYZ to me and you change it to what are they doing for me? What are they doing for me is they're making my triggers louder, Maybe you have some trauma from childhood that you repressed and you don't even have a conscious awareness that a certain thing happened to you. It then becomes difficult to heal it because you don't know it's there. But what you can do is you can recognize the triggers and what the entity is going to do is going to make these triggers louder. 
And so if you can use what they're doing to you against them and see, well, they're doing this for me. They're giving me an opportunity to heal. They are laying out a roadmap for me to understand what I need to heal, right? For example, maybe you have um, a, a sexual type of trauma and maybe it was in childhood and you repressed it. What happens is you then you have no conscious memory of it, but you have all the signs and symptoms. Maybe you you feel uh, super uncomfortable when someone touches you physically, touches your body. Um, you don't like the idea of being naked or intimacy or sex. You self-sabotage certain relationships so that they don't get close things like that. But maybe you you wonder, you know, or you don't have confidence, you lo- low self-esteem, things like that. You feel weird about certain things, but you don't know why. Those feelings, those weird feelings, the dark entities will kind of enhance them. They will make them bigger and more apparent. And if you use that as a roadmap to then dig deeper, eventually you're going to uncover the trauma and then you are, have the ability to heal it. So they're kind of doing us a service. Okay, so ways that you can recognize if you have a dark entity attached to you. Uh, You are exhausted and drained all the time, no matter what you do. You went to the doctor, you got your blood work done, you got checked out, you're good to go. There's no medical reason for how exhausted and drained you are. Potentially, you have something like a dark entity attached to you and it's just sucking your energy and then you're just, you're exhausted all the time. You are unmotivated, lethargic. Um, you just don't want to do anything, right? That that feeling of like, yeah, you know, I know I would feel better if I like went outside and went for a walk, but fuck it, I'm just, I'm just gonna lay in bed, right? That kind of feeling. Intrusive thoughts. Intrusive thoughts are a big one, and they this adds to those triggers. So again, this is your roadmap. So if you start to have these intrusive thoughts of, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not good enough, I'm never going to get that promotion, you know, whatever it is, whatever these intrusive negative thoughts that you hear ringing in your mind, if you trace that back, if you notice it in the moment and you're like, okay, okay, I'm having these thoughts that are, you're not good enough. Okay, well, why am I not good enough? Where does that come from? What part of me is not feeling good enough, right? If you keep digging deeper and deeper and deeper, you will find the root of it. So these intrusive thoughts that are being added to and expanded upon by these dark entities will help you if you allow them to. Or you're just going to, you know, continue in this cycle of woe is me and poor me. But again, that's your own choice. And whenever we're ready, we're ready, right? We spiral easily. So if um if you know one thing goes wrong and you know maybe your your partner didn't, you know, give you a hug or a kiss before going to work, right? And in reality, objectively, there was no reason. Maybe it just slipped their mind or they were in a rush or they're stressed out and have other things on their mind. But to you, you start to spiral. Did I do something wrong? What did I do? Do they not love me anymore? Are they cheating on me? Oh my God, they must be having an affair, right? If you go from this small little thing, like which could have any reason that has nothing to do with you, to they must be having an affair, 
that's a spiral. And if you spiral like that, again, that's a sign that you may or may not have an entity attached to you, but it is more likely than not that you have an entity or some sort of low vibrational energetic being because there's stagnant energy, there's entities, there's kind of like critters and creatures, um, and then there's like things like parasites. So you might have something in that realm. Uh, suicidal thoughts. Again, that's a big one. Depression and suicidal thoughts are absolutely a, a sign that you may have something low vibrational, like an entity attached to you. Another thing, you may have disturbing visuals with your third eye. So if you are a very visual person, and this can happen audio, um, clear audiently as well, you, maybe you hear some messed up things. For me personally, I've experienced the visuals because I'm a very visual person. And so what happens is these visuals will come into your mind to, and they will be disturbing. They could be like you killing an animal or killing a, a child or killing yourself or harming yourself or, I mean, they can be very twisted and they not only immediately put you into a low place because you're like, what the hell was that? But then it leaves you thinking, what is wrong with me that I'm having these twisted thoughts? And then you start to judge yourself. And then you feel shame. So not only are you like fearful, angry potentially, but now you're feeling shame and you're feeling guilt for having these feelings or or hearing these things or seeing these things that are not even yours, right? They're kind of being projected upon you. So if those things do happen, again, the worst thing you can do is judge yourself for your feelings, your thoughts, the visuals, the things that you're hearing. Another sign that uh, you are seeing black human shadows, human figure shadows uh, in your house. So does this always mean that it is a dark entity? No, but it is a good sign. Like oftentimes these like black, you know, kind of shadow people, as you know, a lot of people say, a lot of times they are low vibrational. Again, not always, but if you have that in combination with a lot of these other things, you can maybe question it. You're very irritable. So, you know, if you wake up and you make, you know, you wake up in a perfectly fine mood, you make breakfast for your kids and when, you know, they decide they don't want to eat it and they say, nope, I don't want to eat this. I want something else. Is it frustrating? Absolutely. We've all been there. But if you go straight to anger and ear, like if you go quick and you're just, you're now, you're just pissed and you're throwing stuff, you're storming around, you're stomping. I'm a bad mom. Fu I didn't even want to be a mom. These fucking kids, like blah, 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 blah. And now you're just in a really irritated mood for the rest of the day over this one seemingly small thing. That's a sign. Self destructive and self uh, sabotaging behavior. You know, things like cutting yourself, things like drugs, things like alcohol, you know, these coping mechanisms that are not necessarily healthy, things like that. Good sign, you know, if you, you know, have an addiction, if someone has an addiction to drugs, alcohol, that kind of thing, they probably have some low vibrational energies attached to them. Some physical symptoms. So again, not everyone is going to experience all of these. Um, you may experience a few of these. Everyone picks up on energy differently. Oftentimes for physical, nausea, 
headaches, that like pit in your stomach, anxiety, unexplained pain, right? Again, you went to the doctor, you're good. You have these pains and these spots in your body. Chances are there's some low vibrational energy there in some form. Less frequently, you may have past lives where you've made a deal with something dark and now you have this dark entity attached to you or things like that. But most 95 to 99% of the situations are your low vibrational and law of attraction says you're then going to attract other low vibrational things. There are a few exceptions, things like being a light worker, things like I contracted this experience to learn from it, things like that are, you know, they happen, but less frequent. So again, when they attract, when they attach to you during this traumatic time, they're, they're going, they're feeding off of that specific vibration. And so they're going to continue to perpetuate that. So they're going to trigger that same specific thing. So if it's sexual trauma, they're going to continue to kind of feed into that guilt and trigger those types of things. They don't want you to heal. They want to keep you in pity party land, right? Okay. So what do we do? We have to raise our vibration. So very surface level, you know, you can frequencies, uh, you can clear your space with tools like sage or Palo Santo or oils, uh, incense, um, you know, more high vibrational content that you consume, right? The more you're reading self-help books and motivational uh, types of videos versus scrolling on Instagram or listening about all this terrible news in the world. There's always terrible news in the world. Bring as much high vibrational stuff into your life. People in your life, right? Get rid of the toxic friends. They're no help to you. They're they're doing the same thing that these dark entities are doing, right? So raise your vibration around you in your home, clear your home, all those things. You have to recognize your trauma and you have to heal it because that is the real root of it. Somebody can come and they can remove an entity for you. Easy. It's very simple. Transmuting. A lot of times, again, these these entities, they really, they just want love and compassion and light, right? They did not choose to be this fractalized, dark version of themselves. They really just want to be healed. And so, you know, someone can go and remove it and go to transmute it. Oftentimes it'll either leave if you're if you approach it with love and light or it will accept it and it will transmute. However, it doesn't matter if you get rid of that entity, if you're still putting off that energy, you're just going to attract another one. So it's it's a band-aid. If you are not doing the shadow work and the inner child work, it doesn't you're going to just keep removing entity after entity after entity. Another one is just going to take its place. So you have to recognize your trauma and you have to do the real healing work. That is truly how you get rid of them. You have to starve them out. You have to remove their food source, right? If there is nothing for them to feed off of, they're going to leave. At the end of the day, uh, to wrap everything up, we, we need to approach it with compassion, not fear. Because again, those low vibrational emotions, fear is the worst one. They want you to be in fear. They want you to be in fear. They will promote fear all day long. And the more that you fear them, the more you're giving them what they want. And there's nothing to fear. Because again, affirm your sovereignty. I am a sovereign being. I stand in my power. 
you have the power here to tell, to get rid of them. It is fully within your power. And it, it, if you do not feel like you can, again, you're giving your power away to this other thing outside of you, right? If you do not think that you have the ability to get rid of an entity, you are giving your power away to it. If you do not think you have control over this, you're giving your power away to it. And that's that would be your solar plexus that you really want to look into. Like, what is happening? Like, why do I not feel like I can take control over my life? Why do I not feel confident in my abilities? Why do I not feel like empowered, right? Empowerment is is what is going to set you free from these types of things. And there's truly nothing to fear because again, they just need healing. They just need love. They have no power over you. Then you're giving them, right? You're allowing them to have power over you. You have to take accountability for the role that you're playing in this entire scenario, right? They're there because you're letting them be there. So if you look at, if you choose to be accountable, if you want to do the healing, if you want to move past this victimhood mindset, and you stand in your power and you affirm your sovereignty, it will be easy to get rid of them. They'll be gone. Approach it with love. We cannot approach it with the idea of, I'm going to fight and I'm going to battle these this dark entity until it leaves. Anger and fear and like, let me fight you. That is not a high vibrational feeling or emotion or way of being. You're just giving them more of what they want. They're laughing. They're laughing at you, right? You're feeding into their game. Don't feed into their game. Come from a place of love and compassion and they will not be able to rule your life anymore. All right. Have a good one. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time. Bye.